and welcome to another episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And Berg is stuck somewhere in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this week we are going to be discussing The Suicide Squad by The James Gunn. That just came out recently. So, um, out the gate, gonna say, floored by this movie. This was amazing. I loved every bit of it. A drastic improvement of the... I don't know. Now that we have a comparison between the two, like, the old Suicide Squad, I was like, eh, this is okay. It's not good. But now I'm like, now that we've got this compared to, I'm like, yeah, the old one was kind of meh. Ellie, I know you like the old one, so what's your opinion now, though, after seeing this one? I like this one, too. That's spelled with T-O-O, so. <laughs> I like this one as well. There you go. All right, um, so before we get into the discussion, we're just going to go over a few things real quick since we do the how tomato is this movie this is a certified fresh tomato 91 percent wow with an audience score of 82 i think that audience score is skewed and i don't know why it's that low i mean it's still pretty good considering what it a needs lot to be higher times... oh, okay. it needs to be higher this movie is amazing and i don't think it's getting I, I'm almost tempted to read comments, but at the same time, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is critics, so. Yeah, let's let's not. All right. Um. So this one, basically, I because I, I was asked by a friend of ours because they wanted to watch it, and they're like, "Do I need to see the first one?" And I went, "No." And they're like, "Yeah." Wait totally, a second. Totally agree. They're like, "Wait a second. Why are these characters still in there? If it's not a, I thought you said this wasn't a sequel. I don't need. I'm like, it's not, and you don't. It's very much its own movie that does take slightly from the previous one, but basically, it doesn't. It's not a reboot, no, and it's not a sequel. It's just they are happening. Do you need to know what happened prior to? No. Does it help you at all? No. No, not really, because all of the people in, well, most of the people from the first one that you see, it's very um, brief. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, the, the, I mean, there's there's the whole mention of um, Captain Boomerang and Harley Quinn knowing each other. Yes. But that's brief. Yes. And then, sorry, I guess we should say this now, spoiler alert. For the first 15 minutes of the movie. Um, Boomerang's not around that long. So, I mean, that's kind of covered there. I I, I was just... I, well, was and they, and I guess what I think's funny is they set up this whole set of characters that we literally get oh, for we, like... You, I, I'm sorry. I knew they were all going to die. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that quick. I thought it was going to be a little bit into it. Like... Not so much a, here's a montage of everyone dying. I thought it was going to be kind of like, as you go through the movie, mm -hmm. you'll have like 
some deaths yeah. here and there as you go. I didn't think it was going to be boom within like one scene kind of thing. So I, I was a little surprised by that. I love the way it was done that way. I think it was done great. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it was just, funny. Yeah. Just like how awful the one team was. <laughs> like that's that's the other thing. Like the one team, the one team was basically set up to fail. And then some. And, I mean, you're pulling from super obscure characters, too. Like, there's very few that, like, are recognizable even, like... I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. Bloodsport, not one I was like, oh, I know exactly who that was. It took me a minute to find the stuff. Peacekeeper I knew of because um, I just recognized the costume... Blackguard, Javelin, uh, Ratcatcher, Polka, Polka Dot Man I knew of because of obscure, like, oh, obscure stuff you might know. Mongol Gal I knew about too. I'm trying to think of other ones. Savant, no clue who that one was. Uh, King Shark I know about just because I like sharks and I mean the Harley Quinn show. And that shark is better. They're 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 different interpretations of a very. I like that one better. So you 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 like him being intelligent and super smart and being like this very kind soul and then turning into a lunatic. Yes, it's fantastic. He sees blood and he goes crazy. And normally he's not like that. I absolutely love that interpretation. I like this one. I they, they, they both have their plus to minuses. I like this one a lot just out of the Sylvester Sloan voicing it. Just how just just dense. I mean, just, just funny it was and everything. And the whole like them having to explain like you don't eat friends and everything. Um, I, I also like the whole Bloodsport Peacemaker like rivalry and weird like back and forth with them yeah that was good and i i think that 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 played into like because there was um concept art or something originally that um deathstroke was going to be in instead of blood sport and it was going to be a course played by uh what's his name from not twilight the other vampire thing that you we used to watch true blood Ooh. Yeah, him. He was going to be in it. Well, which no, one? The blonde? No, the the human one that could shapeshift into a dog oh, every okay. now and then. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Um, he he's he is, um, Deathstroke in the DCMC. I mean the the DCU. They just haven't utilized him. So that was originally going to be. I think they had concept art, but I'm like, I think Bloodsport worked because they they kept a ton of super randos. Yeah. And it made it so anyone could die, I feel, too. Because I kept hearing that about this movie is don't get attached to anyone because anyone could die. And they, I mean, yes, in the beginning they killed off people, but later on they killed off some more, too. Yes. <laughs> um, Poor Polka Dot. Yeah. He was, I'm going to tell you what, that the... The one scene where he was throwing the dots around everywhere, I hate, that's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. he's pretty powerful. Yep. <laughs> so. Which, early in the movie, they have him with that power dampener and everything. Yeah. And 
because you're kind of wondering why is this guy so dangerous if everyone's making fun of him and then yes. it comes out oh he is actually super dangerous i thought that was really interesting with the whole like his mother infected him with this interdimensional virus and all he could see was his mom i mean the whole thing about him i thought was just hilarious well i i i like the um the because there's a lot of really well-written jokes in this movie. Yeah. And there's a lot of really... I mean, James Gunn is amazing at this. And all the actors did an amazing job of making these jokes land every single time. Um, I, I, I love the part where it's, pe- it, 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 it's, it's the speech... Hold on. I got, let me grab my phone. I want to make sure I get this right. Because this is hands down one of my favorite quotes ever. Uh, where is it? Well, I'm, I mean, there, there's one where he's talking about eating, um, he'd, he'd eat an entire beach full of dicks if it, it was for peace and everything. There's that one that was just funny. But this one, I, I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. And... The rat catcher turning to the, um, turning to Polka Dot Man and going, I thought you were the crazy one. And just the, the deadpan response of, I am. Yes. It, yeah. It, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, I, I was not expecting the level of humor and stuff in this. I mean, I should have. It's James Gunn. But at the same time, it was all done with such... Yeah, I mean, even, like, the little things about, like, how they went on and on with the storyline of Milton. Yeah. And who's Milton? And, you know, oh, Milton, I, he was my favorite. I mean, it was just, like, this just rando character. But if you notice, watch the movie, he is around oh, I- for a lot of scenes. Like, when they're interrogating the one guy with all the things sticking out of his head, he's in the background just kind of just setting up stuff and getting stuff ready for the next part of the mission. So it was one of those moments where I'm like, he was essential, but it's like none of you guys remembered who he was at all. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, I, I, I like I said that the humor of that stuff was great. I like the usage of like the surrounding stuff to like say like meanwhile or five days ago oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. That was a really nice touch. I mean, it's not the first time that's been done, but it, 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 it was. Isn't. It, it was cool. It, it was. <sighs> I don't want to compare this to Suicide Squad because I think it's unfair. This is like comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, they're similar movies, but they were done in such different styles. Because the first one had like all those montages and everything. Explaining like why these people are badasses. And this one kind of showed and told during it too. I, I love the setup with Waller and Bloodsport sitting there, like, saying, oh, he was, you know, his father trained him from the day he was born to be a killer and, you know, all this stuff. And then they get to Peacekeeper and it's like, oh, no, no, sorry, they're going up and she's like, everybody on this team has been chosen for a very particular reason, for a very particular set of skills. And then she gets to Peacekeeper and then proceeds to, sorry, Peacemaker, and proceeds to explain the exact same origin story as Bloodsport. Yes. And he's like, wait, wait a second. Are, are, and, and then, of course, a ton of British idioms in there. Well, and then when they show... I can't even... The weasel. 
Yeah. What what the hell was he there for? Just <laughs> as an obscure character. I, I I guess. I mean he survived he's the only one of them that really survives, but at the same time it was just this obscure, weird character to have around. Um no, I, I, I thought that was great. Cause because it shows how the second team was definitely picked to be the ones to get the job done. Right, right. Because of the whole setup and everything. I, I thought that was great. Ratcatcher, I think, was um, a very underrated character throughout most of the movie. Yeah. And everything. Because, I mean, she was just kind of there, but she was like... She was Ant-Man, but with rats. Are, are you trying to make digs at this movie now? No, I, I just... Well, no, hold well, on. Hold no, on, no, 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 no. no. King, no King, I'm not giving King up. King Shark's no. just Groot, but with a but a, no. but he's a shark. I know. I said the animation version of him is better. Mm. So I just want to make a statement. Um, I like both movies for their own things in the movies. Um, I like this one better than the first one, but I do like the first one too. Um. I just wanted to state, this movie is fun. It's a good movie, and I really enjoy it, and I'd watch it again, and I'd watch it again. But there was nothing revolutionary about this movie. I, I, I think you're giving it a little I, bit more. I'm, I'm still talking. All right. Um, I think you're giving it just a little bit more, like, credit than it needs. Um, there's a lot of things that was in this that, you know, it's... It, he didn't come up with it. It was just he polished it and and made it, you know, really good. But the the overall plot, predictable. Um, like I said, I didn't expect them to, all of them to die that soon at one time. But, you know, the whole, the military guy turns like has a heart and doesn't want to expose, I mean, wants to Rick expose. Flag. Yes. And then... You know, the John Cena's character, Peacemaker, is... Keep saying Peacekeeper, by the way. I'm not going back and editing it. I'll just Um, correct from now on. um, (laughs) Peacemaker is the typical, I'm going to do anything, and and the whole big arch rival. I mean, like I said, it's nothing revolutionary. I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it was like, holy crap, how did James Gunn do this? I... Okay, I'm just. Saying. I'm not saying this is revolutionary, but what I am saying is this: it, this shows what happens when you give a director the freedom to do what they want to, and you get somebody that can actually work the material that's given. Because they did take a ton of obscure characters and make us care about them all the way through the movie. Did you think you were legitimately going to care about Polka Dot Man at all? Oh, I mean, I was interested to see what the deal was with him. But did you actually think you would? He would be somebody that when he died, you were like, "Oh." You're talking to the wrong person on that question. You were indifferent to it. No, I'm saying I, I get emotional about. I mean, I always talk about how much I cry in superhero did, movies. Did so. you cry during, when he died? No, I didn't cry, but I was like, "Oh, that sucks," because he's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Um. I, By the way, best joke with him was all the cutaways to he sees his mom every. Like, oh my what, god! Because okay, once yes. again, this is why that this movie's funny. This is why this movie's good. The James Gunn did the setup of 
he he's explaining, you know, his backstory, and he goes, everywhere I look now, I see my mother, which <laughs> is like psychopath, you know, one-on-one behavior and everything. But then it flips to his vision, and everybody looks like the version, like a version of his mom, including Sebastian the Rat, who also had little glasses on, if yeah, you no, look. Yeah, it was funny. It was yeah. funny. And then, like, later on when they're in the club, everyone shifts... Like, it was used infrequently, but frequently enough that it made it hilariously funny, in my opinion, every it, yeah. time it popped up. Yeah, it was funny. So, it's it's stuff like that. That's why I like this movie, because I feel like if this if this was in the other movie, it would have been overused, or it wouldn't have been explained properly, and oh, it would no, not I, have been... Like I said, I think I like this movie better. I think yeah. it was done better than the first one. Yeah. But I, I still enjoy for parts of... I didn't hate the first movie. I know a I, lot of people didn't like it. Um, I, I liked it, but this was definitely a more polished, a better, well-done movie by far. Yes. I, I think we need to open the box real quick on the DCEU. Um, and James Gunn needs to do more, more of their movies. <laughs> no, they need to get good directors and let them do their stuff. Yeah. Uh, prime example, I know you haven't seen the Snyder Cut yet. The Snyder right. Cut is a better version of that movie. I problem hope is, so. It's so long. Problem is, it is three hours and a, way too many minutes long. So, of course, it's going to be better when you can yes. flush everything out. But and that's, he had a lot more time to really kind of realize his yeah, vision. But that's the thing. It's The DC is struggling because they are focusing too much on building this universe this movie did build some universe stuff, but it focused more on telling a story than doing anything else. Oh, but can, can I... Correct. Exactly. But can I come back to your comment, though? That's not fair to say they're trying to build the universe. I mean, how long did it take Marvel to build their universe? But they, they shouldn't be trying to do that. They should just be trying to make a good, solid movie here and there. Shazam! is one of the better movies and it doesn't do much to build like a universe. That. Yeah. Um that was one I was very skeptical about, but I, I loved it. Uh this this do, this has a lot of universe building in it. But it doesn't pay off or it, it doesn't add enough to where you have to focus on it. Yeah, there's a mention that Bloodsport put a kryptonite bullet into Superman. Does that matter? Is that something we have to flash to or go to? No, it's a good mention because it's like, okay, Superman's here. There's stuff going on. I know. Awesome. I'm just saying it's not it's not fair to say that about the DC Universe when, I mean, like I said, Marvel literally had No, I want it. them to do good movies. Yeah. I want movies like this. I want to see DC characters doing good when it's not on the small screen because we can all agree yes. DC has the small screen. Much better than Marvel Cor it's, well, until recently. Marvel has the streaming yes. service cornered because now they, they do, but they, yeah. it's been a long time that yep. definitely they did not have the best properties. For yeah. That. So no, I mean, and that that's the thing they're, they're trying to compete with each other. And I mean, I know they are, but at the same time, I think they can do fine if they just let stuff be done on its own, uh, especially like this. And I know you had mentioned to me, did you find the Guardian in the movie? <coughs> one of the Guardians of the Galaxies in the movie? I did figure out which one it is. Okay, which Mantis. one Mantis. Oh, okay. Uh, the actress that plays Mantis is in the club. 
Oh, okay. So there's that. Um, Would you have found it if you knew to look for it? No. Okay. Because she's not, I mean, she doesn't look like Mantis. I just found it through like one of those things you may have missed in the movie. Right. Of course, Sean Gunn's in it, who does the motion capture for Rocket, and he plays two characters. He plays the motion capture for Weasel, and he's Calendar Man. So I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, Stallone's in it, technically. Yondu's in it. So those are other people that have popped up in other stuff. Um, Idris Elba was Heimdall. There's rumors that he's coming back. So that's interesting, because I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but no, I mean, I, 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 I like the main characters we had in this movie. I like the rivalry between Peacemaker and Bloodsport. Like, they're, like, kill rivalry, and they're, like, that whole montage of them, like, who can do, who can kill somebody else the better when they were taking out that, um, the, the group of bad guys. I use quotation fingers because they were not bad guys. Mm-hmm. And everything. Yeah, when they're going through the camp of the rebels. Yes. I or resistance or whatever they call it in this movie. There's another touch I really liked because it never got fully explained. And I think that made it better. Did you ever catch on to how Blood Sports weapons worked? No. Okay. It was like nanotech and stuff. Like he has different parts on his ar- on his armor that he's able to take off and it forms into different types of weapons. Oh, okay, okay. Like, if you notice when they were doing that whole thing, his shoulder plate, he takes that off and he crumples it up and it turns into a mace and then he connects it to his string he has and that's what he uses to whap people with. That was really cool. The whole, like, taking different parts of his armor off to make different weapons and everything and how it was all, like, collapsible into itself and everything. That was a cool visual effect going on. Whereas someone like Peacemaker had all the weapons on him. He had that one Desert Eagle super gun that was basically being used for everything. And Bloodsport did fire smaller bullets. Let's just take a moment to talk about your three kind of just standout-ish moments that you liked in this movie. Alright, so we're doing our top three moments. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with, I guess the killing competition of the rebels as one, um, the battle with Starro, I know that's a lot to say, but the battle with Starro at the end was really good, Mm -hmm. and... I guess I, I know this is cheesy, but but the but when they go to infiltrate uh, Jotunheim, <laughs> actually, nope. Correction, correction, correction. Um, Harley Quinn flowers everywhere. Her killing all the people that held her hostage and escaping on her own, and then the group coming to save her, and she's already like saved. I, I I really sorry I forgot about that part for a second and also we haven't talked about Harley Quinn that much too, but we'll get to it. What what about you? What were were your favorite three moments? I have two of the same. Um, I liked the visuals of Harley Quinn and all of the 
animated cartoony colors and images of yeah her imp when she's coming through um did you notice though the longer it goes the more the little animated animals start hiding from her (laughs) well i mean wouldn't you i yeah okay so but um i thought that was just really cool it was really pretty i I loved that. I thought that was fantastic. Definitely one of my favorite moments. Um, yes, the the one-upping competition when they were killing <laughs> the Freedom Fighters was so darn funny to me. And it just was perfect at the end when you see their faces when they realize oops. that oops. Yes, that, that was the icing on the cake. Like, them competing against each other was great. But just their reactions when they're like, oh, crap. Um, I think definitely by far. And then I actually really did like the simplicity of just the beginning of the movie where you see um, you see Bloodsport and he's just cleaning. Like someone's so deadly with any weapon and... Just him just trying to, I don't know. It was just something about that scene where they, after you see him doing all that and you're like, holy crap. Like, it was just funny to see that scene. I thought it was interesting the way they kind of showed different sides of him like that. So I, I could, I know that it's part of the story and part of his inspiration, but I don't know. I could have gone without the whole exaggerated scene with him and his kid and then i thought that was hilarious it was boring i thought it was hilarious it gave him a motivation outside of just do this for your country which good god it was just such a basic motivation though oh my kid blah 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 and then the the typical scene at the end when the kid's like that's my dad i i just Wow, was this a, was this also maybe originally written for Will Smith to return? Because I, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It definitely I could see that um, because it just was like, uh, but yes, now that you mention that, it's very um, and maybe there's tons of stuff online where people have said that, but everyone knows I don't really go online yeah. and read that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I could see where they could have fit that in there. Well, no, I, I I know that there was the joke on one of the things I was watching where it's like, how many times did they cross out uh, Deadshot's name on this script <laughs> to put Bloodsport instead? No, and I I'm can like, see that. I can see I'm that. like, they're, they're very different. They were played very differently, and I don't think the stuff would have worked as well. But the kid, the kid aspect of that story could have easily interchanged, yes. Yeah. Well, that was more to show just how messed up Waller was. Like, the, I took that more of that scene needed to be there to show, like, how far Waller was willing to go. Everyone already knows how far Waller is willing to go. No, no, no. We also have to assume no one watched the previous one, so you had to have set up for that. Because, yeah, in the previous one, she kills her. I'm not her talking and... about that. I'm talking about, in general, if you know anything about DC and you know anything about Waller, you already know that she is freaking worse than the bad guys. So, I'm just saying, I, I, I feel like that was only put in there for the people, I mean, we all know that over the decade, last decade, obviously... These comic book movies are made for the fans of already the existing stuff 
and and they put those little things in there, Easter eggs and little things for the, the mention of Star Labs. Yeah, the, when we're, the true they were fans about, yeah. would know, but they also I think dumbed them down a little bit for a more wider audience. So if you're not as familiar with the subject material, so that's why I feel like they have to put stuff like in there, like what you were saying with the kid and trying to expose how bad Waller is. They do that because of they have to do that because they want to try to reach a wider audience of people that wouldn't already know that. So that's, I get why they do it. I get it, but it's just, eh. Um, I know we've been avoiding talking about her. I don't think it's on purpose. Harley Quinn in this movie. We don't really, I, I didn't really avoid talking to her. It's just, we've already seen her. So I was more but interested But this is in, the third iteration of her and a completely, from what I've heard, a completely different character from the, I'm just going to say Birds of Prey. I know it has a different title and everything, but the Birds of Prey movie, which I still haven't seen yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, I heard that it's a completely different performance from that. And this is, of course, a different performance from the other one. But this is an ongoing story. And I know I make the joke of this is the ongoing Jason uh, story in the Jason Statham story of Jason Statham never playing a different character. Apparently, like, they're having... Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is having a character evolution through several different movies. Because now she doesn't need the Joker. And she's also wanting to get out of any toxic relationship. Because with the one guy, she instantly kills him. Right. Which I thought was funny. I think she does... They they do a good job with her. They use her sparing... I mean, they they use her... Enough to where it's funny and everything. It's just she's kind of out of the movie for a good chunk of it. Doing her own thing. So when she comes back, it's just she's kind of along for the ride with the rest of them. And I don't mind that because it's not the Harley Quinn movie. It's it the Suicide Squad. So, yes. It isn't. And I think that, I mean, no, nothing against Margot Robbie. I think she did a great job with oh, her no. stuff. Yeah, it's she's just fine. They used her the way they needed to. And yeah. it worked. it worked perfectly fine. Yeah. She had great moments, but she wasn't overkill. It was more focused. Let's focus on this other team. Also, she and Rick Flagg are here, too. Yes. And um, I actually cared about Rick Flagg's death. I don't think if this had been <laughs> in the previous movie, I would have given two craps. Right. Well, because he had the stereotypical, like, wanted to be the good guy and do what's right kind of thing. Well, so. he had that. He also was a character you kind of like, kind of attached more to. He didn't have Katana sitting around with him being like, she's a badass because I say she's a badass. It's, I feel this, this show, this movie did more show than tell whereas the other movie was more we're gonna tell you these people are badasses just so you know they're badasses whereas this movie did a much better job of showing how they were a badass also king shark was great i i'm sorry i'm just thinking of him sneaking around in the for like there were so many dumb moments that were great him sneaking around in the forest all that stuff um, also, I, I, as I said earlier, Ratcatcher I thought was a great character and had a great character arc and everything. I, 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 I liked the rats. I thought it was hilarious that Bloodsport had like a phobia of them. Yeah. And then kind of came around over time to them. So, I don't know. I mean, who, who was your favorite character? That's, um, uh. That's hard for me. I did like several characters. Um, 
I love I love Bloodsport because I love Alba. He's just Alba. Yes. He's gonna be Knuckles, by I, the way, in the Sonic movie. It's so okay. That's I liked great. the first one, so I'm down. Um, it's really painful for me to admit that, but I I did. I hate the games, but I did like the movie. <laughs> so I know that's gonna people are gonna be mad at me now. Um, but I I just love him. So I I. I always go to, if he was on the screen, I did always kind of gravitate towards him. He is just so fun to watch. Um, I I think I'm going to give it to Polka Dots. Really? Yeah. I, um, I don't know. There was, he was very interesting and I was just extremely, um, so I don't know how close what they did with his backstory is to the comics. I don't think it is. Okay. I'm I really not familiar don't... with the character though, okay. so. I know he exists. Okay, so and that's I, about it. So I don't, I don't like I said, I don't, I don't know if they did their own interpretation with him or what they did, but what they did in the movie, I, I was really intrigued to find out what the crap is he? Why does he have that? What is that from? Like, what is his deal? I really did enjoy just his overall story and that he had other siblings, and I'm like, I actually cared. Like, well. Do the other siblings do the same thing? Are 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 they still around? Like I wanted to know more about his backstory, so I thought it was really well done, and I think he was very engaging as a character. Like I, I really did feel for him when I I was rooting for him <laughs> really bad. So I don't know. I I really did like I, I liked him. So. so for for me to be a jerk now and do this, um. With uh, with what I said earlier about how this movie is more show and not tell. I mean, more tell and not... This movie's more show where the other movie was more tell. If this was the other movie, it would have had a flashback to him with all of his siblings and all that stuff. And it would have showed his mother in the beginning. And then when it had the flash forward. I mean, then in the present when it showed all the people with it. I... I think it worked better with him sitting there explaining that to them. And then when he's like, I see my mother everywhere. And it showed that reveal. It was, oh, I I think that this movie did that much better than if the other, if, if you were doing it the way the other movie was done, it would have had that whole, you would have seen the origin and everything. I think it would have ruined it. Not necessarily because there's too many characters in this movie and they wouldn't have been able to do that. So I think you're, I think you're stretching a little bit on that. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I, I don't think so. I mean, they really didn't dive in that deep for every single one of the characters. So I, I'm not saying I wanted, I'm saying watching the movie, I did want to know more about him. Not saying I wanted it in the movie. I'm saying I was intrigued enough by his character that it would have been interesting for me to kind of see more about his family. Obviously, you can't do that in the movie. I was just saying I, I liked his character enough to want to know more. Sorry, I'm trying to find a good like negative review to read. And this person that wrote one, I think, uses every like five-syllable word they can find. To try to bring this movie down. So, I'm not going to do that one. Um, no, I, I... Okay, for my favorite character... I mean, favorite quote from the movie has to go to... 
to to the peacemaker one I said earlier. Um I really like Rick Flag during the movie. Weak. Um, but I will kind of give it to Bloodsport too. <laughs> I I I like Rick Flag because I love the like whole convert because he's part of the 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 B team that we find out later. So is Harley. But I, I I like his comments and stuff where like stuff was going wrong. He's like, I didn't pick this team, and everything. Hmm. So I, I like that. And like I said, his whole emotional drive for everything was great. And I I think he did an amazing job in this movie. And no reference to his weird witch girlfriend from the previous one. Um, you forgot that was a thing. No, I didn't forget that was a thing. Okay, you I'm listener focus- forgot that was a thing. I'm not focusing on the first movie, remember? Which you are apparently because you have to keep going back to it. Eh, whatever. I think he. I think everyone. I'm sorry. I'm gonna call Zinger out, and I say I think that's a weak choice to what? go with someone from the first movie. All right, I said Bloodsport well too. I might as well just say Harley Quinn. I said I like Bloodsport <laughs> too as well. Yeah, that you still are saying you think your favorite is because he's okay. Rick Flagg's like the straight man to every other lunatic in this movie. And he plays it cool the entire time. <sighs> that was a natural yawn, which I'm not going to edit out. <laughs> that, was a, that was a forced yawn. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and also I said I liked Idris Elba's thing too. So... Uh, Needless to say, if you haven't seen this movie and somehow you're listening still at this point, please go watch this movie. <laughs> if you definitely... haven't seen this movie, we've already told you everything about. We, we the movie. didn't. We didn't talk about Starro that much. I thought it was great. It was a nice. <laughs> it, it, it was a weird bad guy to have at the end. I mean, the sense of like them fighting a kaiju, but I do like that they had a title card and everything. Yeah, it was... very Scott Pilgrim. Yes, it was definitely weird. It was fun though. I loved it. No, it, it works. It's just yeah. like if. It's one of those things you would not expect that that was going to be the end villain. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, how is a ton of these tiny little people going to go up against something like the Justice League would should and would be fighting? <laughs> and it works. It works very well. Apparently, a uh, shit ton of rats can get a lot done. I know. So. Well, but... Uh, but I, I, those rats couldn't have done it without Harley, because she had to actually poke the hole in the eye so they could get in there. Yes. So, yes, props, that, that, to, that, that, that props to Harley doing a Mulan move, where she runs off the top of a building, uh, and yes. Uh, as a quick side You're note... You're welcome, Disney. Um, as a quick side note, I do want to point this out real quick. Um, for some reason, I have had the inkling to audiobooks, several books recently on the Black Death, uh, the Great Plague, all that stuff. And seeing a ton of rats running around, even though I knew that they were on screen and everything, did make my skin crawl because, um, yeah, disturbing to know how many rats might just be in any area at any time. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, moving on real quick, we are going to talk about a few news topics real quick. Um... Actually, one news topic real quick. I know we do the Zing War show, but due to the fact that it's an off week for that, we want to at least give our first impressions on Star Wars Visions. 
the trailer. And, um, Ellie, do you want to go first? Um, it looks really awesome. No, no, you're, you're not giving it enough justice. Really awesome. No, there is not words created yet for how amazing this looks. Yes, and the, I love the different animation styles depending on the episodes. Um, you know, when they were kind of showing clips and stuff, you could, it, w- it was crazy how different, you know. They're going to have each art style Yeah, be. so I, I don't know. It's, I'm pretty pumped. I, I mean, I was always pumped because it was, you know, two of, two things that are very passionate of mine is anime and Star Wars, but this looks, what we've seen so far, it looks <laughs> really fun and a wild ride, so I'm pretty excited. So, a few things real quick. I'm just going to kind of explain some stuff, just for maybe the the um, the people who might not be familiar. Um, this is being done by several different Japanese animation studios, some big powerhouses within those. Um, I'm just going to say Studio Trigger. Because that's the one I'm like, ooh. But there's other ones that I'm very interested in. These all be coming out on September 22nd on Disney+. Plus. We will do a Zing Wars episode discussing it. So I'm excited for that. Um, I'm going to go through a few of the titles and stuff. And see what you think, Ellie, of these. The Duel. The duel is supposed to be, if I'm remembering correctly, you remember the one where it's black and white except for the lightsabers and the lasers are in color? Yeah. That's supposed to be the duel. Okay. Yay or nay on that one from first? I'm just going to say yay on all of them. All right. To cool. be honest. I, I, I don't just... So, if anybody hasn't seen this yet, I mean, you get little teeny glimpses. So, it's really not enough to judge yay or nay on if you're not sure... I, I'm down to watch them all, so I'm excited. Alright, so you just totally, like, sunk my idea I was going to do. Well, how can I, I mean, realistically, how can I say nay to any of them? I haven't seen enough to really, I, so I think they all look cool. So, pointing out, these have nothing, there, there's no continuity holding these in, in place. They are allowed to do whatever they want with the Star Wars universe. So, which I'm sure that will upset some people. It, it it's whatever. <laughs> I I don't care. I I I love stuff imagined in the Star Wars world. Um so this is not hindered by continuity or by, you know, oh well the the um empire there wasn't any Jedi's around except for Luke during the reign of the empire and Yoda and hence and the title visions their yes. interpretation. So I'm really excited about that. Um one of them is called to be one T-O-B-1. That's the one that's based around, I think, the robot. Okay. So I thought that was a nice little play on words. The two I'm excited about are the Twins and the Elder. The Twins are the one... These ones done by Studio Trigger, so it's... I, I Their animation style is very recognizable to me. Yeah. And um, I think that one's going to be very cool because the Twins is apparently kind of a play on Luke and Leia. Okay. But... The female goes to the dark side, and that's the one where you see, like, where she has multiple lightsabers. 
and it's got like Death Star, the I mean not Death Star, Star Destroyers and everything in it. Also, there is a shot of a Star Destroyer above a city in atmosphere, <laughs> so I'm automatically like, whatever one that one's in, you're like, bam, I'm down. I'm down. Whatever's going on, don't care as long as I get that scene. If I could get a sell of that, that'd be awesome. But I am so down for that. Um, I'm I'm very excited about this. Like I cannot wait for this to come out. I'm sure, like I said, we will be doing a episode of Zing Wars discussing it, if not the regular Zingness as well. Um, I'm very excited. I just, I just wanted to you know take a minute to point out this. Um, Ellie, you did have some Grand Theft Auto-related news. Yes. Well, so, as usual, everyone remakes everything. Uh, by the way, we're getting another Skyrim. <laughs> yes, Do you course. own it on your phone yet? I, I made that as a joke, but I'm pretty sure it can be played on your phone. Well, I was asking, um, I was asking Justin, like, because, you know, they're doing their... The, is it 10th anniversary, I think? Is it 10th anniversary? I think it's been longer than 20, that. 20, what, hold on. I can't remember. Is it 20th then? I thought it was a zero anniversary. Skyrim. 10th. It is? Yeah, 10th anniversary. it's been out longer than that. Yeah, no. It just feels like it's been out longer oh, than that. Uh, no, so it's 10th anniversary of Skyrim, so... You know, of course, we need another remastered edition, um, and this will be on the the newest consoles. Um, and so I was just asking him because I was like, "Is it going to? Obviously, it would be noticeable between like PS4 to PS5. I get that, but like, like I asked you, is it really going to be that much different from? I've heard they added fishing. I've heard that. I don't really. I was just talking. I didn't mean. I'm, obviously, they'll have some new gameplay elements in it, but I was just talking about, um, like, visually. Yeah, probably the same. Okay, so I, I guess if you want to get it again for your PS5 for the five people that have them out there, um, and you want to get all new trophies and and enjoy the ride again, go for it. I just buy it on PC at this point. Okay, but for the people that... It doesn't require that much power, by the way, to run. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Some people just aren't PC people. They like their consoles. Am I becoming a PC person? I think you are. Ugh. Well, you're doing it willingly. So I know, that's you the don't problem. have the right to say, ugh. Um, well, but anyway, so... I did just buy Wolfenstein New Order, though, on the PlayStation, over buying it on the... Oh, so, I mean, I've, it, I've had a coworker because I talked about playing Doom, and they're like, "Have you ever played Wolfenstein?" And I went, "No," and they have nonstop bugged me about, "You should check it out. You should check it out." You know, it's like only five bucks right now. You should check it out. You should check it out. And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Well, and and I don't want to sound ignorant, so I do because because usually my argument with PC versus PlayStation is the trophies. Um, has, but but like she, I said, um, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I do understand that PC Steam, you know, they have trophy, well, not their tro achievements. I don't know what they call them. Do they call them achievements? I'll look it up real quick because okay. I actually can't remember. So so I do understand that PC does do that. So I, I understand that. I think it's achievements. achievements. Yeah, like, it is like achievements. Xbox. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. 
I don't know, maybe one day. But um, speaking of remastered, remakes, regurgitations, however you, what synonym you want to use today for this word. But um, the there is a GTA trilogy remastered that is being uh, made. It will be on the Unreal Engine. Um, and I actually messaged Justin and I sent him a screenshot and I said, are you going to be down for this? Um, and he said yes very quickly. And it's mainly because... I, I also point out later when we were discussing this, not through text, I said, I'm only excited for one of these. And you got it wrong. Because I don't care. So anyway, the three that are in there is Grand Theft Auto 3. Eh. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Eh. And then Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you can now figure out which one I'm excited for. <laughs> and this will be um, the newer consoles. So you do have to have a 5 or that box version um, to be able to play this. I will give Xbox credit though. Hades was released on the other consoles. And if you have Game Pass, you get it automatically. So kudos to Xbox for nailing that down. Oh, well, you do have, they have to put something on there so the people will get it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I, I, I've renewed my <laughs> Xbox Live and it felt weird to do. I'm sorry. Well, no, I have to do it for the um, Halo game and there's stuff I play on PC that I have to have the live subscription up for. No, I totally understand. I It's fun to play around. Um, I try not to be a a haterade and say only PlayStation or only Xbox. So whatever is your choice of pleasure, um, whether it's console, PlayStation, or Microsoft, or PC, um, it's cool. I, I just... I'm more biased just because of a lot of the JRPGs and stuff like that that you can't really get. Um, well, not 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 according to E3 this year. I know, right? But they said, but that was not JRPGs. They were talking about Western. Western. They didn't clarify RPGs. that. Um, <laughs> I I do want to point out real quick since Berg is currently somewhere in the um behind the scary door, um. That you did not mention Nintendo anywhere. And if you want to play a Mario game, you have no choice but to play it on Nintendo. So, Actually, Nintendo, uh, they definitely have a um, quite a market for JRPGs as well. Mm -hmm. And they do have a lot of games, JRPGs, that are on there that you can't get on PlayStation. So... Uh, I, I do tend to buy some of those as well, so I'm very thankful for that. All right. Uh, to wrap it up for this episode, um, Ellie, what are you going to be playing and or watching in the coming week? going to play this little game again with you. Um, watching. So I, need I, to... I said and or. You don't have to do both. I'll do both. All right. So watching... I need to just say Spider-Man Far yeah. From Home yes. so that we can get that in that you're still not watching. You still haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I was going to say Spider-Man definitely is one that I need to watch so that I can start watching all of the lovely streaming shows on Disney Plus. I can finally um, watch Loki. Yes. Um, playing. 
Um, I did go back. I might play some more. Um, I was giving the studio spiders a little bit of love. Um, so I might go back and play some more of some of their old stuff while I'm waiting for, for other games to come out maybe later this fall. Like Guardians. Um. <laughs> oh, and, and if you do play the Avengers game, the, um, Black Panther is out now. And that's a free... Yes. Expansion if you already own the game. So for me, uh, console-wise, probably going to be picking up Avengers. Playing some more of that. I need to get more into that. Um, as I said, I did get Wolfenstein. But I also have Mass Effect Legendary Edition on PC now. So I am diving into that. Playing as the um, um, Renegade Femshep. So I am working my way through making the galaxy a more miserable place by... A... You are so dra like comically evil when you're being oh, yeah. a renegade. Like, you're so comically evil. It is. Like, the solution to a few of the problems have been shoot the person. Like, it's not a dialogue tree. It's just shoot them. And I've done that. And it's just ended the conversation. I'm like, oh, ton of renegade points moving on. <laughs> Yes. So that's what I'm up to this week. Uh, next week, we'll be back with another nerdy episode. Don't forget to get in those questions to us. We will be doing um, that episode probably sometime in September. We were going to do it sooner, but due to the fact Mothman for 2021 has been canceled, um, I now need to fill a Mothman slot in our record schedule. So we'll probably be doing that sometime in September. So get those questions into us. Uh, in the meantime, um, stay nerdy and we'll see you guys next week. Bye! the show.